From the Alan Samuel Studios, this is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Dribble out the clock, a dominant performance on the road in a hostile environment in Ames, 87 to 62 the final score. And as the clock hits zero, the Bears are the Big 12 champions in this 2021-2022 season. You know, honestly, this means a lot to me. Uh, but it'll be a lot mean a lot more on Sunday because we got one more game. We don't want to share. Call me greedy. Um, you know, but this isn't enough. You know, we want to win it outright, um, you know, and cut down nets and, um, you know, be, be there ourselves, you know. So to go from 0-2 to where we're at, um, it, it's just a testament to this team and how they believed in one another and they believed in the staff. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. By the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Chris Beard comes down, he's shaking hands with Coach Drew, Bears inbound. You can drop the curtain on the Irwin Center with a Baylor win tonight here in Austin. Bears win over the Longhorns for the 12th time in the last 13 meetings. Final score, Baylor 68. Texas 61. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Beauty of the quick turnaround Saturday to Monday is uh, you probably have a day or maybe two days off. Oh, we, we have two days off. Two days Winning off. Winning has perks, Jay. <laughs> I like that. Winning has perks. So, um, <laughs> as you know, most of our guys will be in the gym shooting. Most of them will be lifting, but uh, uh, they won't have us to bother them for two days. So I just want to know if you're going fishing. Um, I tell you what, uh, uh, I tell you what I am doing is sleeping. <laughs> now, from the Alan Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi, and welcome John Morris Show on this Tuesday afternoon. John Morris, no Aaron Sexton, but uh, Garrett Ross in the studio this afternoon. You got that going all right there? Yeah. You got slowly, that? Okay. Slowly got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. All right. No Aaron. He is uh, out having a medical procedure today, but great to have Garrett Ross in with us this afternoon. I like cuts in the open courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. How about the Baylor women? Garrett, they win in Ames over Iowa State and win convincingly, win by 25 87 to 62. In the process, they clinch at least a share of the Big 12 conference title. Really impressive. Um, I, I watched, I ran the game last night, so I was dialed in. Uh, Nalissa just put on an absolute show. Oh, yeah. There's no doubt that she's the best player in the nation right now, in my mind. Um, I was really impressed with Caitlin Bickle's ability. I mean, she controlled the paint, looked really good on defense, and got out in transition. Uh, very well and was able to find some easy buckets. So uh, it was a lot of fun to watch her. And I wasn't expecting that, but it was nice to see him go in and roll. Yeah, you remember Baylor beat Iowa State in Waco by 26. And uh, that at the time was unbelievable, you know, to win against a top 10 team by that margin. And you knew Baylor had to make the trip to Ames, uh, you know, which came up last night. And you think, all right, it's not going to be 26 in Ames. Well, it wasn't, but it was 25. <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing in that building with the fan support that they get that Baylor goes on the road and does that. Yeah, I mean, being able to – I honestly thought with that crowd, it's senior night, that Baylor would have to weather a storm, kind of like the men did, you know. Um, that just wasn't the case. They had just completely came out of the gate and took the crowd out of it. Uh, I think they did a really good job on Ashley Jones and never literally let her get established. And as a team, they never let Iowa State get in rhythm from behind the arc, which is where they're lethal. Yeah, Ashley Jones had 19 points in the game, but 11 of those came at the free throw line, and she was just 4 of 19 shooting from the floor. She was 0 of 8 from three-point range. Yeah. I'd have to look at the notes to see when the last time she had an 0 for, you know, from three-point range. It probably hasn't been this season. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. 
maybe, I'm not going to say maybe ever, but uh, it's got to be very rare. And Iowa State was just four of 22 from three-point range. So Baylor did so many good things. And you mentioned Alyssa Smith. How about 28 points and 20 rebounds in the game, which is just a monster effort. I think we had talked about that on Game Time. Like, how are they going to be able to garden Alyssa? Are they going to be able to? Are they going to try to double her? It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. It really didn't. What you, whatever you did, Melissa had her way, yep. and there was just no stopping her. Yeah, great win for the Baylor women. Uh, we'll hear some uh, audio from Coach Collin from Melissa Smith coming up a little bit later in the hour. Twenty-four. Uh, Baylor's now twenty-four and five. They are fourteen and three with the win last night, and they clinch at least a share of the Big Twelve title. Uh, and they want to win it outright. They don't want to share it, and they'll have a chance to do that, hosting Texas Tech Sunday afternoon, Baylor's Senior Day, Women's Senior Day, on uh, Sunday at against Tech in the Farrell Center. A win there, and Baylor's the outright Big 12 Conference champion. And I like how, how Nikki came out last night and acknowledged that. Yeah. You know, like, like, we have a share of it, but we don't even really want to consider that. We want <laughs> right. to just hold it solely, and I think you should. I mean, that's that mentality that you need to have. That's that mentality that championship programs have, and it's understandable that Baylor has it. Yeah. So, 12th straight Big 12 Conference Championship, and this year doing it with all the changes, new coaching staff starting 0-2 in conference. You know, people at the time were, oh, man, what's wrong? Boy, what's uh, happened to this program? And look where they are now. End of the season, they end up as Big 12 Conference champions. Really impressive there. The men won in Austin last night. We'll talk more about that in a bit. Uh, Knocking off Texas last night in the Irwin Center, 68-61. Closing the uh, doors on the Irwin Center for men's basketball. They've still got a women's basketball game coming up, and their women may very well host NCAA tournament action coming up. So there's still some games there, but it was the final men's game, and it was it was a real envi- really impressive environment last night. What was the what was your biggest takeaway from it? Like I guess you knew going into it, expecting that type of atmosphere, but were you caught off guard by anything, or how did they? Lay it out. Yeah, not really. I mean, we knew it was sold out, had been sold out for a while. You know, final game for the men, senior night for Texas. And uh, it was a really good environment. It was loud in there. And uh, for the most part, you know, when we go down there, you know, they they have good crowds, but not great crowds and not sold out. But they had a great crowd last night. Look down at the baseline. There's Tom Kite sitting down there. That was pretty cool. <laughs> didn't see McConaughey. He may have been there, but I didn't see him. Uh, i tell you, the, one of the fun things that happened before the game, um, uh, Brad Sham was there. Yeah. Brad, who does the Cowboys, and he is a big Cubs fan also. People who don't know, he's from Chicago originally. He's a big Cubs fan. Well, the guy, Boog Shambi, doing uh, play-by-play mm-hmm. for TV for ESPN – does TV for the Cubs now. He does oh, all these ESPN games, and then he does Cub games. So Brad, uh, you know, has you know has a relationship, working relationship with uh, Boog, and uh, they've been trying to get together at a game, a big Monday game. So Brad said, well, I'll just come to Austin. He said, sure, come on down. So that was pretty cool. So Brad Sham was there, and Brad in Austin said, I wonder if uh, Vern's in town. Because Vern Lundquist uh-huh. apparently has a place in Austin as well as uh, Colorado. So he called him, and sure enough, Vern was there. He said, why don't you come to the game? So Vern and his wife Nancy show up at the game. <laughs> so before the game, I got to visit with, uh, of course, Craig Way, the voice of the Longhorns, and Boog, and Fran Fraschilla, and Brad Sham, and Vern Lundquist. So that was pretty cool. That's a Mount Rushmore. I know. It really I, I, is. I, I saw the I saw Craig Way had a picture yep. with, with Vern yep. and Brad. Yep. And I, I man, all of y'all in that building. That's unreal <laughs> together. That's so cool. Yeah. The uh the whispers that were going around were, hey, if you go down or if Craig goes down, we got some pretty good backups yeah. here <laughs> <laughs> tonight. That's funny. So that was really fun. It was great to see them and uh and Vern looked good. I mean, he's Gosh, he's in his 80s, I'm sure, but he looked good. It was great to see him, and Brad's just Brad, Brad's just the best. Yep. I mean, he is so good. So, fun to see them before the game. Talk more about that in a bit as well, but a big win for Scott Drew and the Bears last night. They'll have their senior day and close the regular season Saturday, 5 o'clock in the Farrell Center against Iowa State. Right now, let's take a break, get to our first break on the other side. Uh, Glenn Moore will join us. On Tuesdays, we visit with uh, someone from uh, the coaching staff. Well, Baylor softball is playing today. In fact, a doubleheader that begins at 4 o'clock. 
And so I said, hey, can I come over and record something with you, knowing you've got a game, two games today, a doubleheader, or you want to hit it live at 315? And he said, let's hit it live. <laughs> and so about 45 minutes before uh, first pitch, Glenn Moore is going to join us coming up. How about that? That's great. And appreciate Glenn, and we'll have that when we come back. Stay with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. Mostly cloudy skies tonight. Again, those will be the high clouds drifting through. Low temperatures fall to around 40 degrees. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow, but still another very mild day with a high of 74 and partly cloudy, even warmer on Thursday with a high of 76. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor Baseball, all season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Wednesday in Houston, taking on the Rice Owls. 6.15 for the warm-up show, 6.30 first pitch for Baylor Rice Baseball Wednesday. Coach Rod and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. 54th District Judge Susan Kelly here. Over a year ago, I survived a rigorous application process in which I competed against other serious qualified candidates. After a thorough vetting, Governor Greg Abbott appointed me to the 54th and now endorses me because I apply the rule of law and deliver justice for all. A conservative Republican, I have managed to move the docket this past year, ensuring that every accused receives justice and if convicted, receives swift and proper punishment. Early voting has started. Please vote and keep Judge Kelly. Political ad paid for by Susan Kelly from McLennan County Judge Campaign. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. America is at a crossroad, and Texans have answers. The Democratic Party defames law enforcement and defunds police, and that's created a nationwide crime crisis. Right now is the time to stand against the Biden-Pelosi tyrannical agenda. They're crushing the rule of law and the Second Amendment. Hello, I'm Congressman Pete Sessions representing the 17th Congressional District of Texas. I will be on your ballot this March 1st as your conservative Republican congressman. I'm a lifetime member of the National Rifle Association and won their endorsement, along with the Texas State Rifle Association. With your help, the Republican Party will regain the majority in Congress and reclaim the rule of law. I'm Pete Sessions, and I approve this message. Political advertisement paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Number five Baylor women basketball got at least a share of the Big 12 title for their 12th straight championship, beating Iowa 87 to 62. Number three Baylor men swept Texas with a win in Austin 68 to 61. Baylor softball to host a doubleheader with Prairie View A&M today at Getterman Stadium. You can hear those games on 101.3 FM. UMHB women's basketball team received an at-large bid to the NCAA Division III women's basketball tournament. UMHB will take on Webster University in the first round on Friday in Memphis. UMHB men's basketball team is set to host the first and second rounds of the 2022 NCAA Division III men's basketball championship. The crew got an automatic bid by winning the conference and will face Chapman on Friday at 5.30 in round one. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for our weekly visit with Baylor softball coach Glenn Moore. Here's John Morris with Coach Moore. 
Back with us, John Morris Show, on this Tuesday afternoon. Really appreciate Coach Moore being on with us with a game coming up in about 45 minutes from right now. But, Coach, I appreciate your time. Welcome. How are you today? Oh, it's a beautiful day for softball, John, so I'm doing well. That's great. It is beautiful. This is nice. Uh, y'all are back from Palm Springs, California, the tournament out there. How, uh, do y'all have pretty good weather out there? Pretty good, but our games were delayed. So we played way into the night, which finishing up at around midnight one night would have been 2 o'clock our time. Oh. That was the, the biggest negative, and it did get cold out there at night. But during the day, it was much like it is today. How about, uh, how about your uh, results, uh, the teams you played out there? How did you feel about the tournament overall? Pretty good overall. I would uh, I'd give it a B plus. I think, uh, you know, from a record standpoint, we'd like to have won another game. We were 2-2 two and two and lost a game, uh, just gave away a game to Oregon State with a seven-run lead and went to our bullpen and couldn't hold it and uh, wasn't any more our bullpen's fault than it was our defense and playing on rec fields and ball put in play and uh, bad bounces and then mistakes. We had a lot of excuses and defense uh, just broke down for us. But our offense was strong all weekend facing that kind of competition is going to grow you up and it's going to expose weaknesses. And we certainly had uh, some of both. So very happy with the, our offense, John, 47 hits on the weekend with a uh, high level pitching. Uh, I don't know that we've ever hit uh, nearly 400 out there. I think it's 360 something. So I was really happy with our offense. Uh, just our defense broke down a little bit. And then uh, probably the depth of our bullpen um, showed that we needed a little work there. Yeah, talk about hitting, uh, playing UCLA, number six team in the nation. Uh, you you uh, kind of hit their pitchers like nobody has all year. That has to be encouraging. It was encouraging, and, and it was uh, an evening game, poor lighting, uh, pitcher throwing extremely hard with great movement. We had great adjustments, didn't try to do too much, tried to uh, barrel up some balls and just hit uh, great at bat after great at bat. I think we had four earned runs. She has allowed less than a third, about a third of a earned run per game, point three four ERA, and we had four earned runs off of her. So I was I was happy with that. We had one play at the beginning of the game that was very questionable that would have gotten us out of the inning zero uh, zero, and uh, it, it led to two back to back home runs after a run scored there, and we gave up a four spot in the first inning and had to recover from that. So I, again, I think we grew up a lot in that environment. And uh, we're a better team having played that competition. Yeah, really good competition, two and two in that tournament in Palm Springs. Uh, it, it looks like by looking at your lineups and some of your subs that you're you're still trying combinations or trying people in different positions. Uh, where where are you in that process right now? Yeah, well, we did some major overhaul after Friday. The the mistakes we made on the infield just we had to make some adjustments there. So. Um, we did move some people around and we softened that a little bit or squelched that a little bit, if you will, and played better the rest of the weekend. So there's some still some things that are up in the air, but we're getting our information. And like I said, that type of competition will expose your weaknesses and let you know what you either need to work on or find replacements for. And uh, we're, we're doing just that while we're able to uh, somewhat keep a pretty stable offense, uh, or that'll be my challenge is to keep a pretty stable offense, something that's certainly a, a, a bright spot right now and, and also shore up some defensive um, weaknesses. Glenn, it uh, looks like you got a really good one-two punch. Uh, I saw him, uh, the game against Oregon or the weekend against Oregon with Aaliyah Benford in the circle and Dari Orm, the transfer. Um, that's, that's a really good one-two punch at the top of your pitching lineup. It's going to be really good. Uh, certainly, uh, the huge upside for both of those. We need a number three or four to step up and compete for us, and uh, that's what we're working on tonight in these games. But uh, those two uh, can squelch a lot of good offenses. I don't think we have the stamina to, to get through uh, seven innings with the top offenses in the country right now. So they're going to rely on each other, and, and they're and they're a good combination because. Dari comes in and throws those uh, fastballs in the 70-mile-an-hour range, and then uh, Aaliyah comes in and, and mixes all kinds of speeds with a tremendous change-up. 
we just have to be able to play defense behind her, and that's that's our weakness right now. So we've got to get that taken care of. But, uh, yeah, those are going to be a very good one-two punch. And you say a 75 miles an hour for Dari, that translates to what, baseball-wise? Over 100, right? Pretty stinking fast. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's uh, right. We Well, she hit 74, and we've never had a pitcher throw that hard. And we've had the likes of Whitney Canyon and Gia Radoni and – some of those really uh, Heather Stearns that have thrown really hard here. Um, she hit 74 and she stays in the 68 to 71 mile an hour range. So wow. uh, she needs to develop some off speed and she's just a sophomore. So the future's bright for her. And she got that win against Oregon in the, uh, in the series opener. I saw that game. She was really impressive in that game. She's really had offenses struggling until they, runner pitch count up anytime you throw as hard as she does you're going to have fatigue later in the game when you don't have adequate off speed and that's the the challenge for her to be able to counter it with some off speed keep hitters um, hitters are good these days john you got to keep them off balance with off speed and a little more breaking stuff and coach newman will certainly have her there uh it's just early in her career here at baylor but she's uh she's one that is uh she's got the right mentality certainly the physical attributes and and she's going to be a good one all right glenn what about uh doubleheader today against prairie view a and m what uh are your objectives what do you want to get get out of these two games today two wins <laughs> two, two wins with uh obviously keeping it simple but we do need to we've got a a pretty deep offensive bench and uh we've got to get some rust knocked off of those one thing we've identified with this team is Unlike previous years, I think we're going to use um, 14, 13, 14 players nearly every game, whether it's pinch running or moving someone out of the flex position into the DP role back and forth. You know, softball roles uh, allow us to re re-enter the original starter. So there's a lot of combinations we can use with several different players that might not be in the starting lineup. So uh, tonight we're going to try to get some no- uh, rust knocked off of those players at the same time, you've got to be careful. These are important games and make sure that you got enough firepower to win the game. So uh, I'm going to try to, that's my objective tonight is be able to, to give some players some opportunity to get comfortable out there on the field that hasn't, haven't had that opportunity and keep a strong lineup at the same time. Very nice. All right. Good luck in those games. Hey, thanks for visiting with you, with us and uh, glad you are back uh, in Texas and good luck against Prairie View. Good to be back, John. Thank you. All right, man. Thanks very much. Glenn Moore, Baylor softball coach with us about uh, 40 minutes before first pitch. And, Garrett, they'll play Prairie View A&M, a doubleheader, first game at 4 o'clock, second game around 6.30. Uh, Both games on 101.3 FM. Both games televised on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. That's pretty impressive to talk about the speeds and compare to some of the pitchers they have had. Yeah. That is really, really something to – Kind of, it caught me off guard. I was, and then when you're talking about translating that to to baseball speed, wow, that's so impressive. Yeah. So she's touched 74 miles an hour. This is Dari Orm, the uh, transfer from Fresno State, and uh, the there's a chart out there. I don't have access to it right now, uh-huh. but like 70 miles an hour in softball equates to about 100 miles an hour in baseball, and she threw 74. So think about that. Yeah. That's amazing. That's amazing. And she's done really well so far, as has Aaliyah Benford in the circle. So, uh, softball's off to an 8-5 and five start to the season. Prairie View A&M, a doubleheader today. Next week, they will play uh, A&M, or actually on Friday, they'll play uh, Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Uh, is that Friday or Saturday? That's Saturday. Doubleheader beginning at noon, noon and 2.30 on Saturday for A&M Corpus Christi. Then they're going to play in another tournament next week. You know where they're going? They're going to Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, they're going to Hawaii. Yeah. They got a nice little little setup here with the uh, schedule. You know, they got to go where they can find the yeah. right competition. Got to well, go it, find those games. That and the weather now. You know, we we have yeah. all that cool weather sitting in. So oh yeah, yeah. Escape that. <laughs> going to Hawaii next week. So <laughs> yeah, they're uh, yeah they're they're getting ready, and seriously, they are getting the team ready for the start of Big Twelve conference play and what lies ahead. So. A uh, lot of games in a short amount of time, but eight and five the start to the season for Baylor softball versus Prairie View A and M a doubleheader today that begins at four o'clock. 
Appreciate Glenn being with us. Glenn will be uh, one of our guests on the Baylor Coaches Show this Thursday. Come join us. Uh, ask Glenn some questions there and hear from him. That is 6 to 7 p.m. this Thursday from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco. Glenn Moore, our uh, guest from 6 to 6.30. Then Scott Drew will join us from 6.30 to 7. That is coming up on Thursday. All right, uh, thanks to Glenn for being on with us. We'll take a break. Back with more in just a moment. We are brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, serving Central Texas since 1943. How about this? Pioneer Steel and Pipe's new Waco location on Loop 340 South near or next door to Busby Feed is coming soon. Check out the construction progress every time you drive by and get ready for a big move coming up soon. You'll be receiving their great customer service from their new big beautiful store on uh, Loop 340 South next door to Busby Feed. That'll be the new location for Pioneer Steel and Pipe. New location. Same uh, history, same family-operated business, same ownership covering four generations. So you get all of that when you uh, do business with Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Their reputation has been built one customer at a time. They're Central Texas' largest structural steel, pipe, and metal building components distributor. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe in Waco and Bryan and on the web at pioneerboys.com. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women close the regular season Sunday in the Farrell Center hosting Texas Tech. 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 2 p.m. tip-off Sunday for the Bears and the Lady Raiders. This season, join Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Each new year brings a renewed sense of resolve to live life better, which means it's a great time to talk about the state of your personal wealth. I'm Joe Kaleo. If you'd like to start the year with a more robust wealth strategy, we'll help you find new opportunities to meet your goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. The Sheriff's Law Enforcement Association of McLennan County, along with UBI Products and Republic Gun Club, are hosting a benefit fundraiser for Detective Michael Hutchinson on March 19th at the base at Extraco Event Center. Detective Hutchinson, a second-generation McLennan County law enforcement veteran, was diagnosed with a grade 4 glioblastoma and aggressive brain cancer. This benefit will help the family with medical expenses. Sponsorships are now available at Facebook Team Michael Hutchinson. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Number five Baylor women basketball got at least a share of the Big 12 title for their 12th straight championship, beating Iowa 87 to 62. Number three Baylor men swept Texas with a win in Austin 68 to 61. Baylor softball to host a doubleheader with Prairie View A&M today at Getterman Stadium. You can hear those games on 101.3 FM. UMHB women's basketball team received an at-large bid to the NCAA Division III Women's Basketball Tournament. 
UMHB will take on Webster University in the first round on Friday in Memphis. UMHB men's basketball team is set to host the first and second rounds of the 2022 NCAA Division III men's basketball championship. The crew got an automatic bid by winning the conference and will face Chapman on Friday at 5.30 in round one. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Listening to the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor program has won 12 in a row, but this one was altogether different. They fought from last place on January 16th to a crown here on this date, February 28th, in Nikki Collins' first season with the team. Leads the Bears to a Big 12 championship, and they are celebrating right now at Big Court. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Derek Smith with the call into the game last night. Baylor women over Iowa State, 87-62 the final. And that was fifth-ranked Baylor and eighth-ranked Iowa State. So a top-ten matchup, and the Bears win it by 25. In the process, they claim at least a share of the Big 12 title. They haven't won it outright yet. They've got to beat Texas Tech. Either a win over Texas Tech or an Iowa State loss to West Virginia would give them the title outright this season. I think it's more than likely they get the win. <laughs> I don't see Iowa State losing another game like that. Right, true. I just don't. Right, I mean, they're, they're really good, and they're especially good at home. And uh, for Baylor to go in there and do that was just amazing last night. Here is uh, Coach Nikki Collin after the game last night. Ask uh, what this means, her first year at Baylor winning the Big 12 Conference title. Um, it's the expectation here. Um, it's the expectation. And, you know, the pressure was on. We were picked to win it. Um, you know, we were 0-2. And everyone was counting us out and we were vulnerable. And, you know, I, I think it's more about our resiliency. It's about putting ourselves in this position to compete in this game. And then not just compete in this game, um, but to own it, you know, to really own it on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, we proved tonight that we were the better team. Now, you know, we're going to have to keep proving it. It doesn't mean that we think like every time we play them. Um, but, but I encouraged them. I said, I just firmly believe we take the approach that we're better at every position than they are. And we assert that, you know, we assert it on both sides of the ball. And that doesn't mean we get into an individual game where it's, it's me against her. Um, it's us against them. But this idea that we don't, we're not missing anything. You know, we have everything we need to be successful. And uh, you know, I, I thought we did that tonight and, and we weathered, we weathered Queens foul trouble because Caitlin played so poised and so well. Nikki Collin following the win last night in Ames over Iowa State. She mentioned uh, Queen Egbo's foul trouble. She didn't foul out, but her t her minutes were limited. Fifteen and a half minutes for Queen last night. Still ten points, eight rebounds in the win. And um, uh, others picked up the slack. Jordan Lewis had twenty three points, six assists in the game. Thirteen for Caitlin Bickle. Coach uh, Collin mentioned her and ten points for uh, Jamie Asbury in the game last night. Uh, one, one stat that's always fun to look at with Baylor is their number of assists mm -hmm. compared to number of made baskets. Last night it was 19 assists for 34 made baskets, which is amazing, but that's actually not as high a percentage as it has been. It's crazy, I, and I love how they just they play at, like their camaraderie, you know, and, and their chemistry is so good together, and it's such a short time, you know. Like what are they going to look like going forward – when you have some of these players come back, it's been really impressive to watch. Yeah, really good. 24th win of the season last night. Baylor shot 51.5% in the game, which is amazing, and held uh, Iowa State to 35.7%. We mentioned the uh, huge game for Nalissa Smith last night. 28 points, 20 rebounds. She was 11 of 15 from the floor. She was 6 of 7 from the free throw line as well. Hard to find fault with anything in her game. Four blocks, throw in four blocks for Nalissa Smith. Here is uh, Nalissa following her uh, big game that helped lead the Baylor women to the win. Uh, it means everything to us. I feel like we've been through so much adversity, like time after time, whether it's injuries, COVID, new coach, new staff. I just feel like we never complained at the end of it. 
Like we always just took that adversity and put it on our shoulders and just kept working, kept putting in extra hours, film, recovery, all that. So I just feel like this team has so much strength, you know, mentally and physically. And I feel like that's what got us this championship. There you go. And Alyssa Smith, senior, and she'll be recognized on senior day coming up on Sunday for the Baylor women, two o'clock in the Farrell Center against Texas Tech. That was the only game on the women's side last night of the Big 12. Uh, and, and a great showcase, really. A 6 p.m. game on ESPN2, a top 10 matchup. Got all that ESPN promotion all day yesterday. They've had so much exposure oh, yeah. over the past few days, that it, and you can't pay for that. It, it's so impressive, and that's what you do. When, when you put the, the work out on the court and you start getting the wins and you garner the attention, and they're, they have earned everything that they're getting. Yeah. So, a uh, big win for the Baylor women. Uh, one game left in the regular season. Then it's on to Kansas City. Men's side last night, there were two games, actually. Of course, Baylor beat Texas 68-61 at the Irwin Center in Austin. Uh, also, Texas Tech uh, had a strong goal, but they won at home over Kansas State. 73-68 the final. Uh, but that was like, when we were getting scores down the line, it was like 65-65 with about two and a half minutes to play. That's odd. I mean, look, Kansas State is good, but with and if look, if the game would have been in Manhattan, that would have made a little more sense. Right. But Tech has been so good at home this year, and most of the games really haven't been that close. So hats off to K State for you know going yeah. in there, not intimidated, and laying it all on the line. Definitely, uh, Tech is eighteen and zero at home this year. So <laughs> only team in the league that is undefeated on their home floor this season. It is interesting that they are 18 and 0 at home and they are 3 and 6 in road games this year overall. That includes 9 and 0 at home in conference and 3 and 5 under 500 on the road in Big 12. That's kind of I could be wrong and but I feel like if you're a Tech fan that might be a little unsettling cuz you're not going to play at home in March Madness. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Got beat at uh by four in Fort Worth last yeah. week. Yeah. So, uh, boy, that home field, home court advantage is huge for Texas Tech, and it showed itself again last night. Tonight, two games on the men's side of the Big 12, West Virginia at Oklahoma, 6 o'clock on ESPN2, 7 o'clock on Big 12 now, 6th-ranked Kansas plays at TCU. Uh, if you're a Baylor fan, you're pulling, uh, you're saying go Frogs tonight. Uh, Kansas uh, is a half game ahead of Baylor in the standings, and they would have to lose once and Baylor would have to win, of course, on Saturday to uh, to tie for the championship. But Kansas has a busy week. They'll play at TCU tonight. They'll host TCU on Thursday, a makeup game from January. And then Texas uh, or Kansas closes at home against Texas on Saturday uh, in Lawrence. Senior day in Lawrence. Uh, that's That'll be a tough uh, task for Texas. It will. I mean, I feel like if you're Baylor, you hope TCU can get one, even if, you know, get one of them. Just yeah. still one of them, that's all you need. Yeah. And then let Baylor take care of the rest. It could happen. It could. I mean, it really could happen. I mean, think about it. Uh, TCU beat Tech last week on their home floor. Now here they get uh, Kansas coming in tonight. TCU's a good team. I mean, they're, gonna, they're one of these teams that's going to make a run. They're going to knock off and upset some people in March. Um, so, yeah, Kansas can't take them for granted at all. That's exactly right. TCU is 7-8 and eight in the conference. They're 18-9 and nine overall. I think they're already an NCAA tournament team. But, man, if they could add a uh, win over Kansas to their resume, yeah, that, that would be that much more. So, uh, those are the two games coming up tonight. Tomorrow night, Oklahoma State at Iowa State. Then we get to uh, TCU at Kansas on Thursday, second go-around this week. And then Saturday, final day of the regular season for Big 12. So, and it is here, the end of the regular season and the Big 12 tournament beginning next week in Kansas City. Do you feel like you were just calling a national championship? Uh, yeah, I kind of do. I really <laughs> do. And definitely, it just seems like um, basketball season starts. Yeah. You know? Like January 1st was Baylor's Big 12 opener at Iowa State. I missed that game because of the Sugar Bowl. Right. But that really does seem like just yesterday. It's crazy. And look, I think this is going to be one of the, the more exciting marches. Uh, it, just look at Saturday oh, alone with yeah. the top six teams getting yeah. knocked off. Um, and, and then you have uh, Providence, you know, coming out. Nobody saw Providence winning the Big East. Right. Yeah, so it, it's going to be a lot of fun. There's so much parity. There's so many good teams. It's a lot different than last year. When it was Gonzaga and Baylor, yeah. and then everybody else. It's it's not like that this year. No, and I mean, I think it's one of those where you draw a bad matchup, and the transfer portal 
to me has helped college basketball significantly. It's yeah. created so much parity. So it's you never really can take anything for granted in March, but especially this year with, with the depth across the nation, you just definitely can't sleep on anybody. Yeah, March Madness is going to be unbelievable this year. Speaking of which, today is – what's today's date? Today is March 1st. It is March 1st. Am March right? 1st. All right, Correct. that's what I thought. But I'm looking at the um, uh, game notes for Baylor softball, uh-huh. and I promise you it says uh, today's date, Tuesday, February 29th. Hmm. No is, leap year. is it the 29th? I don't think it's a leap year. I don't think it is. But it's got on there three different times, uh, Tuesday, February 29th for the hmm. date today. No names. No names. No names. No names. But uh, I, I, I agree with you. I think it is March 1st today. Yeah. It is Sammy Citrano's birthday. Sammy, sort of. Yesterday was his birthday. Right. Today's his birthday. So he can celebrate two days. Yeah. He's, a, uh, he's a leap year. He's a baby. leap year? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My wife was about a couple of hours shy of being oh, a leap really? year, baby. Yep. How about that? Yep. So her birthday was uh, yesterday. yesterday. Yep. Yeah. How about that? All right. Let's uh, take a break. Back with more in just a moment. We're glad you're with us on this Tuesday afternoon. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Kaleo Wealth Management, concentrating their efforts on developing long-term relationships through a commitment to quality client service. Also brought to you by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m., on ESPN Central Texas. Mac Rose joining us, Director of Athletics at Baylor. He wants to be here, and uh, I, I certainly think we're, we're blessed that, that he's our head coach. Okay, I interpret all that you just said is an eight-year deal. Okay, that's kind of what I'm going with. Mm. <laughs> Might be on to something. <laughs> okay, good, good. My instincts are, are on. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Don't miss the Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center. You'll find great items at terrific prices on new and used guns, knives, swords, hunting gear, books, coins, medals, and ammo. Best of all, you'll enjoy browsing with the benefit of paying discount prices. Hours are 9 to 5 Saturday, 10 to 4 Sunday. Bring in your old gun and trade up for the gun you've always wanted. Lone Star Gun Show Saturday and Sunday at the Bell County Expo Center in Belton. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. At UBO Business Services, we understand the digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Back with us, final segment, John Morris, Garrett Ross on a Tuesday afternoon. Hey, we appreciate you being with us. Thanks to Coach Glenn Moore, who uh, jumped on with us, despite uh, the fact that they're going to play in about uh, 15 minutes from right now. Baylor softball versus Prairie View A&M. First pitch at four, a doubleheader at Getterman Stadium. Broadcast on 101.3 FM and television on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. I, I... Seriously, I begged out of doing that broadcast. Maybe you can tell. I don't have much of a voice left. And uh, late, 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 not late night again last night as it was last Monday. So uh, I will uh, hand that off to uh, very capable hands to do those broadcasts today. I think it's a well-deserved break. Thank you. Um, go get some rest, please. Yes, thank you. Yes. <laughs> I'll be better. Just a good night's sleep tonight. I'll be much better tomorrow anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, uh, softball going on. Nice day for it. This would be a nice day to be out there. It really is. I mean, it's a lot better than the baseball series the other day yeah. uh, when it was like 30-something, and, you know, that that was – Wind blowing in. I, I was coming in to run the game, and I stepped out. You know, I'm okay with the cold. I've, I've, it's a little worse since the, the big snowstorm, but I was like, I didn't, there's no way I would want to be out here playing baseball. And yeah. I just couldn't. There's, it's not for me. That's it. Not doing it. Even Sunday. So, that, you know, they played Friday, and that was pretty chilly yeah. with a north wind. Didn't play Saturday with rain and wind and, uh, you know, just the cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, played a doubleheader on Sunday, and Sunday was much better. I mean, the sun was out. It was probably in the low 50s, I think, on Sunday. But even at that, with the wind blowing in, if you're, in the, uh, if you're not in the sun, if you're in the shade – it is cold out there. Yeah, I, I was just sitting there trying to think, like standing in the outfield and letting the wind just rip through you. You know, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that for six hours yeah. in a doubleheader too. Yeah, That's a I'm, long I'm good. time. I'm good. Uh, so baseball back in action tomorrow. They are practicing uh, right now, top of the hour, and then uh, headed to Houston. They'll play Rice tomorrow night. Taylor and Rice will be on the air here on ESPN Central Texas, six thirty tomorrow night. They'll stay in Houston, then compete in the Shriners Hospitals for Children Classic. That will be uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Great tournament field again. Uh, Baylor, Oklahoma, and Texas are there from the Big 12. UCLA, Tennessee, and LSU, your LSU Tigers, Mm -hmm. will be there. So Baylor will play UCLA at 11 a.m. on Friday. All these games at Minute Maid Park, three games each day for three days. Uh, Baylor will play Tennessee at 3 o'clock on Saturday. Then they'll close with the final game of the tournament, LSU, at 7 o'clock on Sunday evening. It'll be a lot of fun. I mean, it's a it's a lot of great competition down there and an opportunity for some of these younger guys who've never played in a big league park to get that you know that that experience. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, really cool. I mean, that is that is it's just big time. You know, when you're playing at Minute Maid Park, and three games in three days against really good competition. It is big time. So, I mean, I'll, I guess you just post up if you're not playing and take in the tournament as a sure. team. Yeah. Yeah, That'd I mean, they could or just go back to the hotel. Yeah. I don't know. But there's three games each day, and you're playing one of them. So, That's really, awesome. yeah, re- really well-run tournament, uh, the Shriners Hospitals for Children Classic. All right, as we uh, wrap up the 3 o'clock hour today, let's mention some birthdays. Pass those along to you. It is uh, Sierra Gray's birthday. Sierra, former Baylor acrobatics and tumbling uh, student athlete. Happy birthday to Sierra Gray. 
Uh, it's Paul Mosley's birthday today. Paul, former Baylor football player. Uh, Barbara Chris's birthday today. Barbara and I were in school together, Danville, Kentucky. I think she's in Lexington now. I don't know. She's in Kentucky somewhere, so happy <laughs> birthday to her. Uh, it's Nate Bucati's birthday up in Kansas, uh, broadcasting up there. Uh, who else? Andy McCollum's birthday is today. Andy, former Baylor football assistant. Man, he's been all over the place, been a lot of places. Still coaching. Andy McCollum's birthday is today. So check one of the list, Garrett. Make sure I don't leave anybody off. Mm-hmm. Mm, ooh, and I would have too. Uh, it's Blair Browning's birthday today. Happy birthday to Blair. A lot of folks know him and uh, appreciate Blair here in the area. It's John W. Spellman's birthday today here in uh, Waco. He is um, uh, one of the biggest Iowa State fans you'll find. He and Ed Page uh, fly the Iowa State flag very well here in Central Texas. So happy birthday to uh, John Spellman. And Nikki Suave's birthday is today. She worked here at the radio station a while back. Happy birthday to her. So there's some birthdays. You got anybody to add to the list? Uh, Nobody today. All right. Very good. Happy birthday to those folks. If we missed you, I apologize. And I'll say, like I did yesterday, Sammy Citrano and Larry Groth, uh, their birthdays are February 29th. So said happy birthday to them yesterday. We'll say it again today and cover both sides (laughs) of February 29th. Well played. Yeah. Yeah, Very good. (laughs) So choose your day. Choose your birthday or just celebrate it over two days. I guess that's the best thing. Ooh. That's a that's a loophole. Extended birthday. I like that. Yeah. Do it. Sammy, Larry, <laughs> y'all deserve that. So enjoy your birthdays. All right. We appreciate um, Coach Glenn Moore for being on with us. Baylor softball in action. Top of the hour. Doubleheader against Prairie View A&M. Uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow. And tomorrow we'll be live at Kish's Complete Car Care Center. So we'll tell you all about that and what is going on there. And we look forward to that. Visit with uh, the good folks at Kish's Complete Car Center tomorrow. And I'm still working on, uh, I think it'll be a really good guest, but can't confirm, don't have it confirmed yet. So I won't say that, but uh, tune in at 3 a.m. tomorrow. I will dial in for that. All right. And you guys, and Matt Mosley is coming up next. Matt was in Austin last night for the Baylor-Texas game. No doubt get his thoughts on that big Baylor win from last night. Mosley coming up 4-6 to six this afternoon. And, Garrett, you'll be back with game time, you and Tom and Ward, 7 to 9 a.m. weekdays tomorrow morning. Uh, who might you have scheduled for tomorrow? Still putting that together gotcha. um, right now. So there was some – we were going to get Josh Neighbors. He's out of the country. Oh, really? So, yeah, we'll, we, we let him go on vacation. So we're going to put, put some stuff together here in a bit. Gotcha. Very good. All right, Garrett, appreciate you being here. Thanks very much. Thanks, Jim. Uh, we may see Aaron Sexton back with us tomorrow. Hope he is doing well. But we do appreciate you being with us. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is next. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. What can I answer for you today?